Hello and welcome to Believe in Me with Rona Barton. This episode is the fourth in a short series for organisations. The aim is to help educate leaders, managers and HR teams about ME and Long Covid. Please feel free to share this series with your organisation and you can head to www.ronabarton.co.uk forward slash media for more information about me and my story. Don't forget you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's jump straight in. So far in this mini-series we've looked at what ME and Long Covid is, how it impacts employees, how to support people with ME and Long Covid who are already in work and how to support people with ME and Long Covid who are off sick. This week we're looking at some of the practical requirements for people with ME and Long Covid in work. First up is really about having the right tools for the job. So this is their working environment. Hopefully by now you'll have touched base with your HSE team or your occupational health team or even the wellbeing team to dig a little deeper into what is currently available for you to use and to check how your workplace currently shapes up to your employees' needs. If you haven't had the chance to do this yet, please do it as it may save you some time in looking for or even developing resources. I've got a freebie for you which may also assist, so stay tuned to the end of this episode when I tell you how you can get your hands on it. Let's look at some of the aspects that people with ME and Long Covid may need to help them do their jobs. Many organisations have gone from 100% office-based to a hybrid office or home working arrangement. This may mean that you have to carry out a couple of audits for your employees to ensure they have the right tools at the office as well as at home. And that's where we're starting. Do you need your people to be in the office? When we think to travelling to work, for those without ME or long COVID, it's probably pretty simple. You know, wake up, get washed, have something to eat, get dressed, maybe see the kids and drop them off at school and then drive to the office or jump on a bus, a train, a bike and start the daily commute. For people with ME and long COVID though, travelling to and from the office can be energy zapping. If they have to concentrate on driving to work, they may then have limited brain power for their time in the office and may need a quiet space to rest and recover before even starting their daily work. Getting to and sitting on a bus or a train could also take their limited energy. And then there's the noise of that environment and the additional people near them that can also be draining. So could you change their working hours to allow them to avoid rush hour travel, for example? Do you really need people with ME and long COVID to come into the office? Let's think about the working hours people are expected to do. Usually this would be along the lines of 9 till 5 with a bit of a lunch break. For people with ME and long COVID, there may need to be an adjustment to their working hours. 
they may need additional breaks or even longer breaks factored into their time. It could also mean that they need to work a reduced hours day. Perhaps their peak hours are 10am until 2pm. So do you currently offer flexible working? And if not, is this something you could propose the business consider? These types of adjustments can enable people with ME and long COVID to keep their energy use within their baseline and can, in turn, mean that this helps them with their day-to-day reliability. It can also help support improvements in their symptoms over the longer term. As part of the working hours discussion, please also consider the workload and how it currently fits into their pacing programme. Could you reassign tasks to other people on a temporary or, if required, permanent basis? This can help to ease pressure and may help to reduce the need for time off. Small changes in the working environment can make a big difference for people with ME and long COVID. Changes such as providing a quiet area for them to rest and reset without being disturbed or arranging for them to use an allocated parking space near the entrance to the building. Arranging a workspace for them that allows for altering the brightness of lights or the closing of blinds. Being able to open or close windows. Being able to work with noise cancelling headsets, if they're noise sensitive. Giving enough notice as possible of any disruptions to the working environment or even the work routine as well as having the option to work from home. Changes to their working hours, workload, place of work, working environment should be shared in agreement with that individual to their reporting line. Reducing hours, for example, may also be reflected in reduced pay for the individual and this will need to be discussed and agreed prior to implementation. Please don't presume that because you know it's happening, the individual will know. Even if you've told them, please follow it up in writing so they can refer back to it. The full plan of action for their working arrangements should be documented so that you, they and their line manager are able to refer to it and discuss and agree anything that needs changed as time goes on. Now, if you've been listening to each of these episodes as they've come out, You may have already carried out a bit of an audit for your people with ME and long COVID. You're now in possession of some really valuable information and you can plan out what is required. You may need, for example, to buy additional equipment for people coming back to work. You can do anything else that is required, for example, arranging for a quiet room to be available, And you can check that everything is in place and when the individual is at work, check that things are working for them. And finally, you can act on any further information you've found out. This constant plan, do, check, act process will help you and your people with ME and long COVID build an environment that works for both them and the organisation. I'm not saying it will all be plain sailing, but you will have opened the correct communication channels with the people who need it most, and that in turn will make it more likely that they will reach out and ask for assistance when it's needed.
let's think about some key takeaways from this episode then. Number one, ensure you have the right tools for the job for your people with ME and long COVID. Number two, consider the full process required in getting to and from work and how you could help make this easier for them. Number three, think about the workload and working hours and if there are any options available to you to help change these. Number four, review the working environment and have some options to hand to make this more ME and long COVID friendly. And number five, remember to plan, do, check and act as you gather further information from the individual. That's it for today. As I've mentioned in this episode, it is part of a short series for organisations. Please feel free to share with your organisation and with others. The aim is to help educate leaders, managers and HR teams about ME and long COVID. Now, I did say I had a freebie for you, which may help. I've got a downloadable checklist to help you navigate your conversations with people with ME and long COVID. And you can grab your own copy by heading to ronabarton.co.uk forward slash links. Whilst you're there, you can also head to my media page for more information about me and my story. And thank you for listening. Don't forget you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. Take care. Bye for now.